Hi everyone and welcome to another podcast. Today I want to talk about the uh, Succeeding at a Management Consultant premium book called The Public Sector. And you know, I was fortunate or unfortunate, depending on how you look at this, to lead this engagement. So, you know, when Firms Consulting did the study for the client, I was the partner leading the study, you know, and at the time, I think if you if you remember recall, um, there was a period when a lot of my postings were coming out of Denmark and Sweden and Finland, and you know it was, had a lot to do with this project. I was, you know, the team was based in uh, Northern Europe, and we were actually doing a full-scale study um, for a public uh, entity. Now, when I say fortunate, unfortunate, I think that when I first started the study, um, I, I underestimated the the scale of the problem here, because while my expertise lies in the public sector, state-owned enterprises in emerging markets, to some extent I took for granted the level of complexity and where the issues would lie with a uh, postal or or courier company in the um, developed world. For one thing, uh, you know, because I'd never done a project in the um, courier business or or domestic freight or postal business, I, I had always lumped them up as the same thing, but they're not the same. The economics are you know, widely, widely different. So this was a learning curve for the team and for myself. The other thing that really shook me a little bit was that I did not expect this to be an operationally challenging project in the sense that I thought this was going to be, you know, a a fairly, you know, um, um, focused strategy engagement, top-down. Now, you know, strategy engagements are very, very um, uh, granular in our analysis, but we're granular on strategy, market issues, economics of problems, and so on. But we very, very quickly focused on how to strip out the courier business and how to generate profits in the courier business and that became a focus on trying to figure out how we maintain the fleet of trucks perfectly and how do we get route optimization so you know you got to think about it this way right we came in to do this project for a client looking at top down we figured out that their hope lay in uh, fixing the courier business then we went further into the courier business and we realized there were a couple of problems. One was around, you know, labors and, and pension, which was equally challenging, if, if not the most challenging thing. On the other hand, we realized that while we were working on that, we had to make the delivery as efficient as possible. It became a route of fleet management issue. I mean, as mundane thing as how many trucks leave one warehouse, where do they go, how often do you optimize their routes right now it's something as simple as that right you know do you optimize their routes the day before when the orders come in do you optimize the routes the day the morning when you're allocating drivers and you've got to do this fairly early so you can pack the, the packages into the right trucks or do you optimize them while the trucks on the road taking into consideration the packages they already have now now let's assume you're optimizing one truck right so let's assume you've got 10 trucks going out and you realize, hey, you know what? Track A, while they're on the road, we can optimize the route to get to a certain point quicker. But then what do you have? You have a situation where track A and track B are in the same suburb at the same time over a one-hour period, and that, that's not optimal at all. So now those kind of things, which is really difficult for you to understand you're going to face beforehand become enormously difficult on the project you know uh, at that when we did the project 
the client brought in a, another firm to help with the optimization work. It was completely out of scope for us. But only after we pinpointed optimization as a problem and we led the thinking on the conceptual logic. But that's just a very simple example of how granular and how specific this can become. You know, if you're optimizing trucks in real time, you've got to make sure that you don't have an overlap of trucks because if two trucks are overlapping, that means there is a zone that one truck should be covering that is not being covered. Now, that's okay, right, if, if that's part of the plan, but what if it's not part of the plan? Moreover, if the trucks should have optim overlapped in their journeys, wouldn't have made a lot more sense to have figured that out a lot earlier and put all of the packages into one truck to be delivered in that one area and you would have freed up one truck and sent them somewhere else? Now, I must be honest with you, you know, we are not mathematical modelers and we don't strive to be mathematical modelers, but the study was conceptually difficult in that way because it, it brought in so much operational granularity that you're almost, you know, grinded into these issues. Now, beyond that, there was another issue we had to deal with on this project. You have a, the, you have a state-owned agency in the courier business, which is hiring a firm, firms consulting, to do the analysis, you know, as high level quality as you can possibly have. You know, it's basically we're there for three to four months doing a full level strategy engagement. And the biggest issue we had here was the client wanted to take our findings and present it. But the deal we strike with the client is that they cannot present our findings because they cannot disclose we've ever worked there. You know, if, if they disclose firms consulting to the study, then everyone will know who the client is that is featured in the book and we can't have that. So, you know, I suppose it's a, it's a compliment when the client wants to use our work so aggressively to push for the changes they want. On the other hand, you know, it breaches our client confidentiality rules in the most extreme way because we don't allow our presence to be disclosed. Now, I think dealing with that was, was fairly tough. And at the end of the day, we, we, the way we dealt with that is we had the client assemble their own consulting team made up of senior to middle managers who took over our analysis and they presented it in their own way. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, the, the um, ministers and the parliamentary committee were so open to what they considered to be unbiased, but... The, the way we did the analysis to make it super simple so that the numbers and the thinking was kind of obvious when you reviewed them as opposed to this really complicated analysis that would only be understood and accepted if someone said, ah, oh, McKinsey did it, BCG did it. So in a matter of speaking, it was a pretty tough assignment for us in that way. On the other hand, I, I must say that one of the things I've never had the privilege of doing is dealing with issues that face middle to low income uh, families and uh, working people in developed markets. My whole career has been in the emerging markets, you know. I'm sure I've done some projects in the United States and uh, um, Canada and the UK and so on, but never of this. I mean, there are large scale projects, Fortune 100 companies, but I never got a chance to understand the issues facing low level employees. Now, what was nice about this project is I did get a chance to see that. I did get a chance to see what would be the impact in a, one of the most, you know, socially safe countries in the world if we cut pensions, if we cancelled bonuses, if we slashed salaries. You know, one of the toughest decisions we had to make here was to determine where the distribution centers would be set. And it's not easy to make those decisions because one of the rules I have is the project team that that's working on this project must go out 
and engage employees to understand what is happening. And you, you don't want to do it. They don't really know who you are. They just think you're employees of the you know head office. But you build relationships. You understand the problems. You know that you know this group of employees. The seventy percent of them are fathers who are trying to put their kids through high school. They don't have any money. And if you shut down that distribution center or relocate it, they are basically, basically telling them in an indirect way. Well, I've heard your story, but I've decided your kid is not important. So that becomes very difficult. And I must say that I've always thought that. If I dealt with people in emerging markets, that situation, it would move me more. But it really makes no difference whether you're in a developed market or emerging market. In some ways, you connect more with people in the developed markets because you know, they, they, they have more in common with you. And they're also, I think, easier to connect with and they have cultures and customs that are closer to yours. I remember you know, going for this one weekend during spring and it was a beer drinking contest uh, and you know, it was it was nice. It was family time and you get to meet the children and so on. But that should never ever influence the decisions we make. So overall a very interesting study. Now if 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 you are deciding this is a good book for you, I would say that while we focus heavily on the economics and the mechanics and the evolution and the segmentation issues of you know the Korean freight market, that's not the value of this book. The value of this book is understanding how you operationalize a fleet of trucks. And basically how do you operationalize your distribution platform to, to basically brutally strip out inefficiencies and beat the hell out of the, the thing to, to get the highest return on the lowest cost. Now, while the book is written for the public sector, the post office, I would think this book would be very useful for any industry that has a heavy distribution element, whether it's retail, whether it's books, whether it's electronics, whether it is um, consumer products, whether it is consumables. Um, whether it's bottle, you know, basically any anything that has a heavy distribution element, I think the thinking, the logic, the analysis of this book would be useful. I'm not saying it won't be useful for the public sector. Obviously, it's useful for that, but you have to be very creative in the way you use the thinking, and this book can be applied, or at least the findings can be applied to many other sectors as well. What I would caution people to do is don't, you know, say, "Oh, I live in Sweden." I'm doing work for McKinsey in the Swedish postal sector. I need to get a copy of his book. The book was not done for the Swedish postal service. I mean, there's no such thing called the Swedish postal services. We did this for a northern and central European national postal service, a real postal service that runs across the country. We just don't name the postal service because we are not allowed to do that. We're not allowed to disclose identities. But we we make enough adjustments so that it looks as if we're representing the Swedish Postal Service, but it's not for them. So the numbers are not going to balance out. You know, you're not going to be able to pull out the numbers for the Swedish Postal Service in 2010 and say, oh, is this the numbers in the study? It's not going to be the same. We automatically change enough things to hide the identity of the client, but all of the numbers will balance out at the end because we we make systematic changes as opposed to just random changes, right? For example, we will if we know the client has a cash flow problem. Rather than it being a 15% cash flow problem, make it a 5% cash flow problem. So systematically, the principle is the same, but it does not introduce a change that disagrees with the facts later on in the case. Everything balances at the end of the day. So my advice is that 
a good book to understand the mechanics and operations and strategies of postal services as they're trying to adjust to a world you know where they're losing work but I, I do feel that even though there's a book for the postal services the operations side is far more valuable and that's the side you know you need to think about very carefully